have you learned anything being around big celebrities? Um, first of all, they don't know what the fuck they're doing either. Uh, they're hella insecure. I feel like that's like yeah, nice no. to hear in a way. Oh, no, they don't know what the fuck they're doing. They're hella insecure. Um, the reason a lot of them are quiet or whatever is because they're insecure. They don't know how to act. Because they act some way online and then in real life they have like a different thing. Third of all, they're not really as rich as they make it seem. There's mm. been plenty of times I've been flights and I was first class and they were in coach. Um, With a celebrity? Yeah, absolutely. Wild. Yeah. Chemical Yo, happy to be here. His name is Moody, so like we can't let you know how this episode's gonna go. Could go a lot of ways. Did you bring your mood ring? I did bring my mood ring. I'm upset about no boxers, so we'll see how my mood is. <laughs> He's like, we're already starting off on a red <laughs> mood. Red, you hearing that? Um, you're beautifully matching our set. That's number one. He claims that he hasn't watched an episode yet, but you know what you should do? Subscribe, like, comment down below. Just like everyone listening, you should be liking, subscribing, and commenting down below. And also leaving us five stars on Apple Podcasts. But like I said, he said he didn't watch, but he Listen, came this was an palette. energy thing. This was an energy mm-hmm. thing. You said, hey, I've, you know, I've, I do this show. You should come. You know, And I was like, all right, cool. I vibed with you. And I'm like, I feel like this is the outfit that's speaking to me. And Flower I feel like power. that was, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't know. That's what I felt. Powerpuff All the way okay, down to the socks. Okay, let me unpack that. So you think I'm like purple with like some gold. Some bl- still some black. You know what I'm okay. saying? But you, you still got the professional series. You got the pink socks. Absolutely. The neon pink. Show. Yeah, the neon pink. I'll, 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 I'll fucks with the neon you pink know? socks. And, the and then the totally moody shoes. Every color. Because you just because I don't know what the set looked like. So I was 100%. like, I'm going to wear all the colors. Well, actually, you <laughs> sold it. Can somebody go get the pillow I just bought? <laughs> <laughs> You're going to die when you see what just came in the mail for me today. The fact that he's saying that he met me and he wore this, just wait. Just wait, y'all. We'll, right. we'll crop out this awkward pause so you won't have to wait too long. Wow. Holy shit. Guys, this oh. is the pillow wow, that I that, that's, that's pretty mail. nice. You really... You well, really see, was this on any of the episodes? I just got it today. Exactly. I told you it was an energy thing. I didn't. I didn't. I'm creeped out. What else do you know about me? He's like, well... <laughs> I know you're a B cup, <laughs> visually. <laughs> so how do you guys know each other? Uh, oh my I, god, I feel like it, we're supposed to say like we've known each other for years. Yeah. I'll let you explain. Uh, our- we, we can count them in minutes. I don't. We can do it in minutes. <laughs> Multiple minutes. <laughs> Multiple minutes. <laughs> Veronica texts me and she's like, Alessia, I just got a great guest for the podcast. So I know she's out and I know she's drinking. So I'm like, who? I'm home, sick. Please tell me. It's the one thing I'm like waiting to hear. And she's like not answering me. And I'm like, you can't just leave me on a cliffhanger. Just tell me who the guest is. And she just sends his Instagram to me. <laughs> Figure it out yourself, girl. Figure it out yourself. I'm getting <laughs> drunk. Go through his Instagram. So happy you're here. Yeah, absolutely. It's been uh, 48 hours since we've met. 100%. Um, we hung out. We had dinner once uh, in a group setting, shared some stories. Um, some very not safe for work stories yeah i mean there were stories that had to end with a, either an orgasm or a pre-orgasm yeah. that's it yeah, yeah. <laughs> there were some good stories we'll probably get through those stories you know again and i'm not I'm gonna lie didn't come to the dinner what yeah the hell? you missed out yeah. coughing and shit whatever we didn't want you there anyways i'm not gonna lie <laughs> but yeah we met at a party recently this weekend and you explained to me what you do and i thought it was so interesting and 
let's get into it. Let- so I'll let you introduce yourself because I don't want to get anything wrong. And I know that you have a long list of commitments. Yeah, I'm, I'm a senior vice president at a record label. Uh, that's my day job. That's where I spend most of my time helping artists, uh, independent artists put out their music, do their marketing, help their music blow up. Uh, outside of that, I have an agency and a label called Everybody Knows. Uh, and if you don't know, what we do is we help people know about all these artists that no one really knows. That's awesome. Um, I like it. Yeah, yeah. It, it actually started out here in Montreal um, 10 years ago. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah, we used to do parties at uh, this club called Salon Del May every Thursday called Everybody Knows. And the way we would um, run these parties is we'd pair up really big artists with local artists to help people know about them. And believe it or not, uh, one of the parties I was like, we had booked uh, Disclosure for like 900 bucks and no one showed up, which was pretty insane. No way. Wait, was yeah. this before like. Yeah, this is like 10 years ago. This is before everybody knew Disclosure. Yeah. Right? There's Crazy. A, one, of, one of the parties we did at Velvet was uh, me, Bondax, and Keitranada. And Keitra was opening. He was the first artist to play and it was a free party. And we could barely get half, like half the place filled, literally. And it was a free party, open bar, like just, just fucking show up. We literally I just <laughs> said, "Come." Like, yeah. <laughs> we always forget artists also start somewhere. You yeah. Know? yeah. We yeah. automatically think that they've always been, like big. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, you know, good, good for Ketra. He's doing what he's doing now. I'm proud of him. And then uh, that's everybody knows. And then uh, I have a clothing label called Idum. Uh, which is, um, insp- I grew up in Saudi Arabia, where women had to cover their bodies, um, you know, in a garment called an abaya. So basically, a doom is taking that, I, I recycle them when they get thrown out, and uh, it's genderless, sizeless, sexless, fucking timeless, religionless, and it's for men and for whatever gender to wear them wherever they want and it's making something that made people oppress their booty beauty and make it and sexy booty. Yeah. and booty oh, I love beauty yeah. and booty and and uh and it's, and it's supposed to be sexy and uh i also run a bunch of meme influencer pages like hood clips and no chill and a bunch of others yeah veronica was telling me and i was like of course i know what all of these are no chill is my favorite meme page so yes. congratulations for that yeah we love no, no chill is the <laughs> Polite hood clips. It's the well, non-ratchet hood clips. You're also an artist, right? Oh, yeah. I'm also an artist. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> Don't uh, forget that one. You're my also bad, an my artist. My bad, my bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so, you know, I, I write music. I sing. I rap. I, I like DJ. Um, I played in over 40 cities. Um, I'm really good at what I do. Um, but Everything? You know, now, I'm, I, I love what I whatever I do I'm gonna do 100% <laughs> mm-hmm. which is why this thing we're doing right here we're gonna crush it we're gonna crush right? it we're gonna crush it we're gonna well, we have themed. to you forgot to mention one last thing uh, you're an Aquarius I'm Aquarius <laughs> wait wait actually I forgot I'm a triple Aquarius which is hella fucking rare wow. my moon my everything I'm a triple Aquarius no you're not okay uh, you're a triple Aquarius too all my charges yeah. Okay, well, that's not yeah so basically what that means is we're super insane we're we're out of can control I, uh, listen i can attest for the one person that i lived with my whole yeah. life insane 100 percent. yeah so like just based off of like my own experience i'm gonna go ahead and brand you as also like borderline insane borderline insane. you have the option to prove me different but so far i'm just gonna like why, right off the bat why would i do issues. that gonna i'm gonna judge i'm gonna judge a book by the cover right by the three covers <laughs> <laughs> 
But so cheers to that. Cheers yeah. to that. Well, I'm not gonna cheers to this Aquarius bullshit going on here. Sag for life, okay? No, Aquarius for life. <laughs> yeah, you cheers okay. with the sick person. I'll I'll I'll, <laughs> I'll sit over here. So I feel like you're into a lot of things, which mm. we're also like that. You know, we have a lot of um, different jobs, different passions. And how did you kind of get into that? Like, tell us your story. Um, I moved out here. I moved to Montreal when I was 17. Uh, it was the first time I'd ever seen snow. Uh, it was pretty nuts. I wish I lived 17 years it, of my life without seeing snow. Yeah, and I, me too, honestly. And well, I'd, I'd, I had a friend, sorry yeah. to cut you off, but I had a friend who... She had met a guy in Mexico and then like him and his whole family came and saw like snow for the first time in their life. And they were like literally taking pictures. Like, <laughs> snow. And I was like, well, this is what it must be when you've never seen snow before. We're so immune and used to it that we don't even know what it's like. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's Which exactly how I felt. I thought yeah. it was a cool thing when I He's first like, saw I it. He's like, I have a pick with snow. Yeah, I have a pick with snow. Um, I think it was on a Blackberry. Um, but anyway, um, first time it was December 31st. 2005 that was the first day i ever came to montreal didn't have a jacket and uh i was like all right i'm gonna go into detail i was like all right i'm gonna walk around it's new year's I'm, I'm, i want to go to a club i don't think i've been to a club before um and i bumped into a guy i knew in the street 20 minutes into being in montreal That's and it weird. was yeah and it was one of these people you know when you're a kid and your parents drag you to their friend's house who has a kid so y'all hate each other just because you're forced to hang <laughs> out like yeah, love each other yeah, and, and I, I hated him. And it was like one of these kids that was like, every time he sees me, he has to do a magic trick. And I was like, bro, stop! Like, I don't like you. I'm forced to be here. My parents just like playing cards with your parents, and then they go home and fight because your parents won. I hate this. No, no. So, anyway, we met, and like, uh, he's like, you want to go to a club? I'm going with my cousin who's older. I'm like, yeah, sure. I've never been to a club. That was the first night I ever blacked out. Perfect. And, uh, Welcome to Montreal. Yeah, yeah literally. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, I started engineering school. I did that. I did industrial engineering a lot longer than I wanted to. Um, Seems like a trend. Yeah, it was too much. <laughs> it was too much. It was. It's, I hate, I'm Egyptian. My parents said I had to be an engineer or a doctor, or else I couldn't move to Canada. So I did that, and then I was like, "Listen, man, I don't want to be in charge of people's lives. I don't want to be in charge of buildings. I don't want to be in charge of that. I just want to do marketing." And two years later, he said, okay. And so I started marketing. I crushed it. I was really good at it. Uh, but throughout that whole process, I worked a whole bunch of jobs from, mm -hmm. from, from being a game tester um, to working at um, like the Royal Bank to selling ATM machines to fucking... That's my bank. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, whatever it takes to, to pay for school, right. you know? And then, uh And then eventually I ended up working at... Actually... I worked at an agency as an intern for a little bit. I'm not going to say what they're called because I hate them. But um, it was a it was a crucial moment for me because I worked at this agency and I was an intern. And uh, we used to work with like Duracell and Heinz and whatever. But I was like the youngest guy in the company. And uh, basically, I was trying to fit in. And at some point, I had a bet with the people at the office. Um, and the, basically, the loser of the bet had to dye their hair had to bleach their hair like Chris Brown because at the time Chris Brown's look at me now was so hot. So the loser of this bet would have to like dye their hair, right? I lost the bet, right? So I was like, I have to be professional. I lost the bet to someone at the office. I'm going to dye my hair. 
And then uh, a few days later, they said I wasn't professional and I had to, I can't work there anymore. And because uh, you dyed your hair, yeah. They said, listen, we're client facing. You know, we don't think you're professional. You know, you're always like playing music loud, like sh shit like that. And like you, we can't so they have used you. The hair as the excuse. Yeah, they mm. used the hair as the excuse. Which is so weird. Yeah, and then uh, I remember, I remember tearing on my way out because I was hella heartbroken. Because uh, I felt like I made a family, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I was doing this during the day, and then I would go to school from 6 to 9, and then I would go play the parties at Salon Dalmay from 10 to 3. That was my life for like a whole year, you know, like I barely slept. I remember on my way out, this other manager, uh, her name is Michelle Murray. I'll call her out because that moment was crazy for me. But she was like, listen, I'm really sorry. I know you're being let go. But I really feel like you belong at a place like Much Music or MTV. I don't believe you should be working in an agency. I could, I couldn't even respond because I was crying so much because I was so <laughs> sad. Uh, and I just left. Uh, but it was so funny, you know, how things changed after that. Um, but after that job, I ended up working for uh, an adult. Can we? Do we say adult? You could say porn. A, a porn company. <laughs> you could say porn. <laughs> we, we, we sold porn ads. Um, and my job was, you know, running porn ads, marketing them or selling them or whatever. I did that for three years. Great experience. Uh, I think I learned so much from doing that. And then... In your sex life or... No, my, my life? sex life definitely took <laughs> a... You're like, okay, this move, we'll keep that one down. Yeah, no, the... I mean, it was crazy. I was just was like, not... I wasn't... It's one thing when you watch porn when you're by yourself and trying to please yourself and you're like, okay, right now I got 10 minutes... This is how much time I'm dedicating to finding the right piece of porn. And that's it. Mm -hmm. Versus I have no choice. I got nine hours yeah. to see whatever porn is in front of me. <laughs> then it's different. It's right. like, I didn't, e I didn't even want to see this. But I but have to I look am. at this now. Uh, you know, and, and you have to edit some of these photos or videos or captions or whatever. Um, so it was it definitely opened up my eyes. Maybe my palate. I'm not sure. Um, and then basically... The programmer and uh, the programmer was my roommate, and um, we ended up starting a company together that was an HR company. Mm -hmm. And uh, do you guys know what an accelerator program is? A what? An accelerator program. Mm -hmm. So it's like I could lie and say yes, but so basically, it's um, it's like a, a firm that believes in a few companies. They start like a cohort, and they're like, okay, these twelve companies we believe in. We're gonna give you all the money you want, but you have six months to take your company from where it is to being a successful company, basically. Okay. So that's why it's called an accelerator. So I was part of this program, and this my the HR company we had was selected in it. Um, and it was an HR company. We, we thought it was re revolutionary, but basically by the end of the program, the guy who invested in us was like, listen, this is a great company, but I can't have two guys who work at porn run an HR company. No way. I was like, that makes sense. That, that makes total sense. And so, um, I mean, rude, but whatever. Rude, right? <laughs> I mean, doesn't porn companies have HR too? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That was, that was yeah. rude. Um, so anyway, so he bought us out and then he hit me later. He's like, listen, I'm invested in a music company. They don't really know what they're doing. Do you want to go be like, you know, their general manager or whatever? I said, yeah, that sounds like basically re pivot their company into something else. I was like, let's do it. And, uh, I moved to that company and essentially I took them from doing a hundred dollars a month to doing quarter million a month. That's wow. insane. Wow. Yeah. 
That's crazy. And what were what were they doing? Like you said, it was music based, but so, doing so originally they were doing remix competitions. Okay. And then it was basically moving them from doing that to doing <laughs> ads, which is what I was doing for porn. Right. So that's yeah. how it, it all came it together. All, like, kind of. Yeah. That's amazing. So the music, the experience they had from nightlife and partying and events and whatever, plus my experience from porn and ads and traffic, combined together into like an agency that does all of that for music. Right. No experience is ever lost. No. It's crazy. Everything you do, it somehow just always like comes back Trans- to you, even yeah. if it's something that's so irrelevant at it's the time. So true. It just it always comes back, and that's amazing. Yeah. And then from there, how did you start working for a record label? Um, so I started working for all the. I was doing stuff for like Drake, Mariah, Frank Ocean. No, I was still in Montreal. Okay, you were still in Montreal. Yeah. Actually, the first time we started working with Drake, uh, the way we got that client was I messaged someone on LinkedIn. Her name was, I don't remember, but her last name was Jones. Oh, uh, okay. So, but she worked for Apple Music. Okay. So I messaged her on on LinkedIn and I said, "What's up, fellow Jones?" Uh, <laughs> I work at a crazy music company and I I feel yeah you know what I'm saying (laughs) and I was like I work at a music ad agency and I think we can help Apple Music she's like sure let's get on a call and I was like cool we get on a call and then um maybe it was my charisma maybe it was my last name but maybe it was the flower top and she's like okay I have a campaign for y'all and the first campaign we got was Drake and so we went we went from a company that was doing like a thousand. I could be on my first campaign yeah. with Drake. Yeah. I'd be like, made it. Made it. Yeah, and uh, and yeah, it was, but it worked. We were good at it, and we knew what we were doing, and and so the company changed, uh, you know, over over overnight, and then one of our clients we eventually got was Empire, which but, is the record labor that you're working for which now. Which is yeah, and they were based in San Francisco, <laughs> and uh, then uh, basically Empire started asking for a lot of services that the company I work for didn't want to do. Okay. So I just started doing them, doing them anyway. Mm-hmm. And then um, I was like, no, I, I love these guys. I want to keep helping them. And were you doing it for free or were you getting them no, to pay I, you I, free? Like, no, I, I, was consult- I was a consultant at this okay. point. So you every- working for free? No, no I'm, I'm saying, no. I mean, you got to do what you got to do to get where you want to get. No, so, so everybody, I, I put everything on everybody knows. So everybody knows become a consulting agency. And we started working with tons of, like, you know, Brent Fires. Do you guys know? Oh, yes, yes. I just never said that name out loud. Oh, my God. But like visually, it's like F-A-I. Y-A-Z. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, So so Brent was was one of my first clients. I literally sent his manager 20 emails until his manager was like, fine, we can work together. And then I ended up working with him for like five years. And it was all under everybody knows. Um, So long story short, I moved to Toronto. I have two jobs. I work for Jägermeister and I work for this company in Montreal. And um, Empire owes me like 80,000 bucks. And um, I'm hella in the red at this point. I'm like, bro, I need to get paid. Like, Wait, I'm... why weren't they paying you? That, that was the I thing. They were just working they for were, them. I know. They were just late, you know? And like, you know, I was, I was like, you know, they were like, I was like, you know, Tyga will call me and be like, hey, I need this done right now. Like, I'm, I'm like, sure. Like, I'm not going right. to say no. I'm yeah. like, of course. You want to have like a bad yeah. relationship with like the artist. Yeah. Right. And you know, right, check out. but then I emailed them and I was like, yo, we got to meet. You know, I, it's been a year we're working together. Secretly, I just want to get paid. So I was like, it's been a year we're working together. You know, I'm going to come down and visit y'all. So I call in sick from both my jobs. Right. Because I'm, I'm consulting, right? So I call in sick from Jägermeister. I call in sick from my job in Montreal. And I go down to visit them. Have hella coffee. Uh, show up like really like 
nervous. <laughs> I'm thinking it's a one-on-one -on -one meeting. Literally, this guy, the, the, the vice president at the time, walks around. He's like, hey, are you free? Hey, are you free? It ends up being me and 12 people in a meeting. And I'm hella nervous. I'm like, I'm like, literally, I'm sweating. Like, I never sweat. I'm like sweating now. And this meeting goes on for like two hours. And then I snap. I just lose it. I was like, listen, you know what's wrong with your company? You suck at emailing. You text me everything. You've been on your phone this entire meeting. You do that. Like, I literally just went off on everybody. I was just like, I've had it. Um, vice president looks at me. He's like, hey, can you come back tomorrow? I was like, bro, I called in sick to be here right now. I flew in from Toronto. I can't, I can't. He's like, just try and come tomorrow. I'm like, okay. I was like, this sucks. Um, I ended up going out that night. Uh, long, crazy story. I ended up with a bunch of strippers and a drug dealer. It was a crazy night. I've never been to San Francisco. My first <laughs> night ever. I don't know how. Like, it was nuts. It was nuts, right? And and the next day... He's like, I don't know how. I don't know I, I how. Don't know I, don't how. <laughs> I don't know how. I don't know what happened exactly. But the next day... I, I bump into the, the vice president outside of the, the building and I was like, oh, I'm going to grab a coffee. Can I get you one? He's like, yeah, for sure. And it's like one of those coffee trucks. I go to pay and like I pull, I'm trying to pull my card out of my pocket and just a wad of bills just falls out. <laughs> and this is like 7.30 in the morning, like 8 o'clock. He's like, bro, were you at a strip club last night? I was like, yes. You know, like, you know I just love ones. <laughs> He's like, who'd you go with? I'm like, I have no idea. It was like a dealer and a couple strippers. I don't know what happened. But now I have mushrooms and weed and bills. And I don't know where it came from. He's like, Do you want, are you going to smoke? I'm like, I don't smoke. You can have the weed. And he's like, here you go. Anyway, we go, and we go upstairs. Um, and then he was like, hey, like the president wants to meet you. And I was like, no. He's like, why? I'm like, because yesterday I was prepped for this meeting, but today I'm not. He's like, well, the president wants to meet you. I'm like, bro, all right, give me a sec. I literally left, went to the real, real, and bought a new outfit and came <laughs> back. Because I, I swear, I, I was so nervous, and I was like, I'm about to meet the president. I'm not going to show up with like the shit right now. Went, bought a new outfit, came back, met met with the president, and he was like, uh, yo, like, so I've been talking to staff, and like, everyone likes you. I'm like, what? I literally just talk shit about everyone. I'm like, what are you to talking about? I'm like, what are you talking about? He's they like, no. love how direct you were. I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, no, they, they thought that was, you know, they really enjoyed your energy and whatever. He's like, do you want to move here? And I said, um, listen, I have a really good life in Toronto. If that's what it takes, you I'll get tell some people off in a you room. Get, fuck. You get in a board meeting, you tell everyone what's up. But I mean, not a problem. Hook me up. So, that's so, how you got your visa? Yeah. So, I mean, the crazy thing was, a lot of that was, I think, from going to engineering, like being so fucking critical. You know what I'm saying? I was like, look, I'm an outsider and I can already tell you everything that's wrong in your company, you know? And if that's how I, how it is, um, y'all have problems. Mm -hmm. And I and I wasn't wrong. Like, y'all, I work with all of you and none of you do the same thing. You make my life so much harder. And and I think that's what it was. And uh, and and that's... and. And it's good starting like that at a company because then you have that attitude all the time. And now I'm, I don't care if I'm a dick. I don't care if you don't like me. I say shit because that's the truth. Yeah, you're just direct. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's okay, it. Okay, and that's your story. And then you and then, moved to L.A. Uh, San Francisco. Uh, and then I moved to San Francisco and I've been there. I moved on my birthday. Um, all I, Before I moved, I did a four-city goodbye party. I did a party so in Montreal. So how long have you been there now? Four years. It's four years you're there. Guys, it's it's not often where 
you know, someone from LA is in Montreal and we San just Francisco. have to kind of just, yes, from San Francisco. And we just have to kind of like hold them hostage to get them here. <laughs> so we're so happy you're here. Okay, I'm happy to be here. <laughs> and honestly, I think it's not, well, there are a lot of people that come from Montreal that end up working in LA, San yeah. Francisco, these big cities. But I feel like nobody ever comes back. <laughs> or I feel like it's so far and few. So it's really exciting to see somebody who like, brought something from Montreal everybody knows and you know you're still doing it it literally was like started in Montreal and you're still doing it now you're in San Francisco you've been there for four years like it's just really interesting and I love seeing people that come from Montreal I mean you're not originally from Montreal but you know but you I mean were here when people while. ask me where I'm from because yeah, you've been here for so long yeah like yeah. I say I, I always say like I, I was I was born in I was born in Egypt um you know I grew up in Saudi but I was raised in Montreal you know, my characteristics, my culture, yeah. um, who I am as a person started when I left my home and I was in Montreal. For uh, sure. Um, and now I just live in San Francisco. And what do you think Montreal compared to San Francisco? Yeah, like what are your thoughts? All right. First of all, let's talk about how much hotter people are here compared to San Francisco. Really? Oh, my God. Y'all are y'all don't know how hot everyone is here. And nine here. You're like a six in LA. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. Which sucks, right? Um, and uh, so imagine how hard it is being a girl or a guy in LA, and like everyone else around you is hot twenty four seven. I went to the gym last week in LA. I've never been so nervous in a gym. It was insane. <laughs> I was scared to like look like I don't know where a machine is. Like I've never been to this gym in my life. I'm like, are people gonna judge me if I don't know where this machine is? It was crazy. Everyone, I was like, this is insane. everyone is. Is also there's a lot of like work done in LA. I feel like it's the norm to have like filler and like a lot of plastic surgery. So already like the beauty standard is kind of unattainable. So like you're going up against all these people that are just like so perfect and refined. Right. So like literally you're going there as a nine and you're you're just losing points as the plane No, is, it's a full time job. It's a full time job. You literally have to spend like a big portion of your day or your life making sure you continue looking hot it's yeah a, it's a full like next to the gym is a face gym where you go and you literally go get stuff done on your face once you're done working on your body mm-hmm. like it's a full-time thing so san francisco is san francisco is the opposite so san francisco <laughs> yeah if, if san francisco first of all there's no nines in san francisco yeah san francisco <laughs> there's like um you know if you're a if you're a four you're like a seven um, and then it ends at eights. There's nothing above There's eights. There's nothing above it eights. Ends. It's just a cliff. It just fa- everyone just falls off. Okay, wait. Why? What's what is it with San Francisco that there's no hot people? I, I, I'll explain it to you. So this is how I learned it, right? When I first uh, there's a method. No, no, no. There's not a method, but that's what I learned when I first moved to San Francisco. I don't know anyone, right? So what do you do when you don't know anyone? You you go on dating apps, right? And so when I first moved there, I literally would like reserve like. 10 like 10 restaurants for like the next two weeks <laughs> i i swear i'm i also like love food and i'm not right. gonna cook at home so i like reserve like the 10 sickest restaurants i could find and i just go on bumble or tender whatever app and then whenever i match i just send a screenshot i'm like this is where we're going like that's it i don't care about anything right okay, I like it. I you know I, like yeah and then they're like don't you want to talk first i'm like no i don't give a fuck i'm just trying to eat and order the whole menu do you want to come or not 
Um, I mean, I not going to lie. <laughs> I would be showing up. Uh, yeah. You know, um, point is. And that's the best part. It's like you don't know anything about someone and you go on a date. It's annoying when you get to know someone like through messaging. You almost feel like you know everything. And then you go and it's like, hey, we spoke about this. Uh, also, yeah. the, like dinner is in three hours. Like, are you going to come or no? Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Um, but we'll, we'll get to that as well. But when you're when you're using any of those dating apps in Montreal or Toronto or L.A., you'll see people that are like. You know, artists, models, bartenders, co-check, finding myself, unemployed, student. You know what I'm saying? Toxic person. It doesn't matter. Like, everyone's just, you know, whatever. And it's like anyone from, like, 20 to, like, 28. You know what I'm saying? And and that's it. In, in San Francisco, if you use it, it's, like, 36 HR, 34 legal. You know, like, and it's all people, you know, that, you know, that it went to berkeley or whatever and studied like neuroscience or engineering so the type of person you see you can't be finding yourself in sf you can't right. be an artist smart, they don't go up in points <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i mean i mean i thought i thought your she's level she's a six but she's a neurosurgeon <laughs> yeah still a six still a six maybe a four <laughs> yeah um so you know what i mean it's the the actual people like, like it's so expensive you can't be a student or a model or an artist or finding yourself That's and, true. and living in SF. It is so... I totally forgot that about San Francisco. It is so expensive that literally no young people can afford to live there. Nope. So where do all the hot young people go? Um, LA and get a sugar daddy. <laughs> okay. I mean... That seems personal I mean, to you. Yes. No, I'm just, I mean, like... One thing I miss about having a boyfriend is... Tell me. Stealing all his boxers. Absolutely. But I have a bank of boxers that no one's ever going to get back. You know what I mean? Like from each boyfriend, like one boxer from each. But Just I will. Boyfriends? Hookups too. You never know. I'll steal your fucking boxers. <laughs> I will steal your boxers. You are not safe around me. And Manscaped, they knew that because they sent us a pair of these softest boxers ever. I've tried them. Softest boxers. Literally the softest boxers. I no longer need a man. <laughs> Absolutely. All you need is Manscaped. <laughs> there's something about a soft pair of boxers and i bet it's even better if you have a nice set of balls hanging between your legs i bet the softness is even better so you need to check it out for yourself and you need to head on to madscaped and use our discount code guys we have a discount code for you and it's chemical x at checkout to receive 20 percent off your entire order and free shipping and if you need something to put on top of these super smooth boxers, because you're going to be feeling like a million bucks, so you might as well look like a million bucks and get yourself a tailor-made, Italian-made suit. And where are you going to get that other than Izotti? Izotti is an Italian-based brand, guys. You put in your measurements, you get yourself a beautiful tailor-made suit for you, and nothing fits better than literally a suit that you put your measurements in for. Like, it's just going to fit you perfectly. And that's Italian, I mean... Who doesn't We're not love bias a... here? Yeah. You know? So guys, use our discount code chemicalx at checkout to receive twenty percent off your first order. Because you don't find yourself, you're like, listen, I'm gonna go to LA, you know, meet network. Let's the call dreamers. it networking. Let's call yeah. it networking, and then figure out, you know, do I like DJs? Do I like hospitality? Do I like running my own business? Do I do I like like being an ethnician? Like you know, you figure it out. Yeah. You're right. like. I mean, that really makes sense because San Francisco is such a like. I don't want to say a smart city, but like there's so much tech there. There's so much like, like you said, like doctors, like all that. So there's, I'm pretty sure Stanford is right, right near San Francisco. Right. 
Um, so there's like all those like smart, really intense careers. Whereas I feel like LA is a place you go when like you're a big dreamer. You want to be an yeah, actress, exactly. you want to be a model. Exactly. You're a starving artist and you're looking for someone to pay your bills. Exactly. I feel like you go to LA. Whereas in San Francisco, people are like, I love math. You know, um, the people who are not good at math, they go to L.A. But I want to get back to that, Sugar Daddy. Do you have a story you want to tell us? I no, feel like I'm, it was very personal. To no, no, it's not. Were you dating but, a girl who was like. No, but like, you know, I have a lot of girlfriends, you know, and I, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, you know, I, I'm a good listener and I don't judge and whatever. And a lot of my the stories I hear, I'm like, bro, I, I wish tell us story. I was a sugar. It's a, no, like I have. Um, all right. For example, I have one of my friends. Uh, she's 22. She lives in Miami. Um, she fucked this guy once, uh, maybe twice. He bought her a place in Miami. She stopped fucking him. So then he started fucking her best friend. He bought her an apartment right under her. Um, I don't. Right. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, hey, exactly, exactly. Hey, babe, we're neighbors now. Yeah, and then, <laughs> yeah, and then he met a third girl. Really liked her. Never fucked him. Um, bought her an apartment right under her as well. So he bought three apartments. Okay, he owns the building. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. It's a brothel now. Yeah, you know, and then, uh, and then, <laughs> and then, <laughs> my sister's like, name a number. Yeah, and then, um, the crazy thing is go, like, go, go far, sister, you're yeah. next. Yeah, the, the, the crazy thing is they'll come, like, you know, you know, they're like moody, like, you know, I need some advice, I need some help, like, I don't you're know like, what take to do. The yeah, no, no, I wish it was like that. They're like, like, oh, I have this thing coming up. I don't know what to do. Like, what would you do if you're my shoes? I was like, listen, honey, when I was 21, I could barely afford weed. You own an apartment at 21. I don't know how to give you advice, but I'll say yes to anything. This is insane. Like, the life y'all live is very right. different. I can I can tell you if something's wrong, but no one knows what it's like to be a 21-year-old who owns an apartment and you just got it. And not just an apartment, like a sick place yeah. you know so i'm like just Crazy. go with it like you're you're i can't imagine you getting that and then after looking at like relationships in a way the same yeah and like you know wait, you're gonna go date an average joe who's serving burgers yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's it's really it's re- and that's the thing like a lot of there's always like judgment you know about sugar babies or whatever i'm like y'all don't know what it's like like who the fuck are you guys to give advice like you don't know what it's like to be alive today and have these opportunities and have Ooh. these things presented to you Fact. and and have these things you want to do like of course you're going to be upset you did not have that yeah uh, you know but what like, I'm... like veronica and i always say on the podcast it's always the bitter men who like either can't, can't be or women who or can't women have who that can't get it that are like just bitchy about it yeah, yeah. It's, just, it's just different it's this you know it's the same with like a lot of things that are around today, like OnlyFans or whatever, like people were like, oh, I can't. Would you ever date? And I'm like, why is that a question? Like, since since when does someone's job ever determine if you like you all talk about love without judging people or what they do? But when it, if they have a link in their bio, we're going to say, no, I can't fall in love with them now. Mm-hmm. The fuck is that? It's so true. Um, anyway, I think that there's a lot of men because um, I think the hate towards women on OnlyFans comes predominantly from men. And I think it's rooted in the fact that people are making so money. So no, it's definitely coming from men. Um, and I think like it's, it's, I mean, it goes both ways. It It, it definitely both ways, but I think there's a lot more hate towards OnlyFans women coming from men. And I think it's because here's women, hate more on women yeah because yes. Im- imagine imagine Trust me. imagine I, like if, I, if if you if you're dating a guy right and then he follows a girl and she has an only fans 
you get upset. Why are you following that girl? She has an OnlyFans. But what I'm saying is, is the judgment that comes from woman is different from a man. A man will follow a girl, subscribe to her OnlyFans, and still be like, she's a fucking whore. I would never date her. But he's still paying her bills. But the judgment as a as a human being comes predominantly from a man and i find that for the most part it comes because these women are making money so easily and to them it's like oh it's not a real job you're making money so easily you're selling your body you have no self-respect and all this stuff because they're making millions of dollars essentially just selling nudes but what i never understood with that is that that men make the market yeah first of all um i had an artist male artist uh college student um he started an OnlyFans. Four, month, four or five months ago, he asked me, he's like, hey, Moody, I'm thinking of starting OnlyFans. Do you have any advice? I'm like, no, I don't have advice. I've never started OnlyFans. I wish I could, t- I wish I could help. Mm-hmm. He started OnlyFans. He made 180K the first day. Mm-hmm. First 24 hours, he made 180,000. He's 22 years old. Um, I was like, maybe you should stop music and maybe you should just do this. But he was, he's pop. He had like 2 million on, on TikTok, you know? Um, the thing is, most women are not making millions. Most w- women are making between three to six k a month. Just so everyone gets that shit straight, they say they make a lot of yeah. money because it makes people feel that. Yeah. So it, it gives a little bit more it. glamour to their job, but yeah. they don't. Okay. Yeah. Second of all, it t- it is a lot of work because majority of the money they make is not on subscribers. Majority of the money they make is Private. them. Yeah, it's the you got to chit chat, you got to flirt, you got to like send photos. You got to keep people busy. You got to keep them engaged. You got to act like you care. It's essentially like having relationships with... It's, it's literally account management. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it is all. It is a lot of work. And most the OnlyFans accounts have actual account manager. It's actually a 22-year-old man who's messaging you pretending to be that girl. And For sure. But that's cool. You know, but that's what I'm saying. It's a whole company. It's not yeah. like one person like yeah. easily making money. But people don't money. see it that way. People, people on the outside don't see it that way. They see, oh, you're just taking advantage of the fact that you're pretty. Go get a real job type of vibe. Right. But in reality, those people. people. Yeah. But those people are the same people that are the ones subscribing to OnlyFans. Also, and that are feeding the being market. pretty is hard. You got to fucking work out. You got to watch what you eat. You got to look good. I'm, I always wonder. I'm like, how do you get over new places of making content like how many outfits you gotta have like mm-hmm. it's a lot of work you literally can't do anything but focus on this has got to look good 24 7 i gotta come up with new ideas i gotta look sexy i can't even post something on instagram without taking like three hours to come up with a caption mm-hmm. imagine like <laughs> doing this 24 7 it's a lot for plus sure. anxiety that you deal with like mental health that has to go with all of that it's crazy yeah, yeah. you know you're about to say Hey, the whole world's about to see my cooch. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I gotta live with that for the rest of my life. It's it's that that's a lot of heavy lifting on your head. A hundred percent. The big bucks. And and that's the reality is that people wouldn't do it if it wasn't like worth it. And it is worth it. And that's what's good. But I do think like people will always underestimate. They just it's like the same thing as being a model. People will look at models and be like, oh, you're stupid. You can't get a real job. Your job is so fucking easy. But I promise you, if you ever go on a set one day and see what a model has to go through, it's like a 12 hour shift. You're never stopping. It's fucking exhausting. You know what I mean? And it's like genuinely hard work. But people will always um, just honestly, I feel like people just will discredit pretty people. People will often discredit anything that they feel like is not work. Yeah. But, but let's not forget, 
Those are not your subscribers. Your subscribers are smart people that know how hard the shit is, right? We're not talking about them. They're the right. best oh, people. They know what's up. No, the they best. know the best. The best. They know how hard this is. They understand this. So whatever. All the dumb people can fuck off. 100%. Well, all the dumb people pay these hot people's bills anyway. So it doesn't really matter. <laughs> that's, that's hey, cheers, cheers to that. That was good. Cheers, guys. Cheers. So what are red flags in women wow if it's not only fans um red flags for women from tell my- us some of your bad experiences on dates okay i have a lot i have a lot of bad dates what's uh, your what's your normal type blonde scorpio usually okay Why i feel like scorpio? that's an accident that was, waiting to happen really- <laughs> yeah um i mean i went i went with like five my last five exes were blonde scorpios my um, god you haven't learned your lesson yeah no, what are you I, waiting for <laughs> i'm so delusional i'm an aquarius so i think i'm so different that the fact that everyone says it's not gonna work i'm like you know what but for me it will but it I never does the world is wrong. telling you different but you're like <laughs> but maybe it, the next time that's yeah. the problem it's because everyone is telling us yeah and and uh you know i always want to make it work but it, it it really doesn't what is it about scorpios um I, honestly i i don't know I think I think I feel it was, like it's an Aquarius thing. It's a, it was the first. I think it was the first Scorpio I had, and I think I'm, I may have some trauma from it, and I keep going back and forth around it. Um, but I also think that, um, like, I can sense it. Like, I'll see a girl. I, I swear on my mom's life, I'll go and be like, "You're a Scorpio, aren't you?" She's like, "Actually, my birthday's today." I'm like, "I knew you were a fucking Scorpio," and uh, I'm always like, I'm usually very right about it, but uh, I can't. I can't. How how important is a zodiac, astrology. Yeah, yeah, astrology for you when it comes to dating. Is it a deal breaker? No, it's not. But I think astrology is important because it does help you understand people better. Like I use astrology <laughs> at work. Okay. Yeah, when, I, when I'm interviewing people for a, a job. A lot of people say that. Even yeah. my boss used to say that. Yeah, I'll interview people at work, you know, like, um, you know, if it's a sales job, yeah. cer- certain certain signs, you know, you're an extrovert. You like talking. You're like, Good understanding people. I'm a good When you're like creating a team, you want like specific signs that you know are going to blend. Also, also as a manager, I want to know how I can deal with you. Mm -hmm. You know, are you the type that likes to work alone? Are you the type that likes constructive criticism? Are you the type that's, you know, so I have to know what sign you are so I can speak to you better. But have you ever refused a job to somebody because they weren't the right sign? He's not going to say that on camera. Come on. Especially in San Francisco. I mean, I can't remember, honestly. Um, I think I, th- I know what it is. You know, you know what it is, because once they tell you the sign, the whole well, interview what's changes. What's the sign you don't right. like? No, but it depends on the, but depends on the job. But if there's a sign that you okay, like, least favorite signs. Least favorite Ta- signs. Your two least favorite. I know signs. I'm safe because I'm Aquarius and you yeah. can't hate your own sign. So. I, feel like I think Gemini. No, I th- I honestly think, um, Scorpios are a deal breaker for me, but that's why I do it because, <laughs> I, because I'm You're like trying to break the odds. I'm yeah. I'm like. <laughs> I'm like I know like the the my last Scorpio or my before last Scorpio. Um, I feel like you need to show me and the Scorpios. Yeah, yeah. We, we met. Are we, you coming to Greece this summer? Okay, no way. All right, I'm gonna tell you that. All right, I'm gonna go a little personal. Right, so when I left Toronto, my Scorpio broke up with me on my birthday, right? And it was Savage. it was yeah, it was terrible. It was so sad, right? And then a few years later, I met uh, my most recent Scorpio uh, <laughs> on my birthday. Again, literally met her on my birthday. And they had literally almost the most identical birthday, looked the same, but she was younger than her. And I was like, damn, this is like 
I don't know, God, what this is, but it's like, hey, for your birthday, here's like the world coming full circle, right? So I meet this girl. Here's another relationship. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it, was, it wasn't full a relationship. Circle. It wasn't a relationship. And I was like, listen. God said, you didn't learn the lesson the first time, yeah. so here it is again. No, but I was Your like, she was hotter. No, she was hotter. She was cooler. She was prettier. And she was younger. So I no, was no. like. You're getting the truth right here, right. guys. So, so then I was like, listen, we're just going to hook up tonight. And we're never going to have a thing ever again. It's just one hookup, whatever. She's like, sure, sounds good. We dated for like two years. Yeah, well, um, I also feel like when you tell a girl that, I feel like they need to prove like, ha, I won't just, you know what I mean? Yeah, if you, you tell a girl we're gonna, only fucking for tonight, she's like, me? in my head, I'm going, right. ha, I'm going to She's like, I'm going to suck your dick so good, babe, you're never going to be able to forget it's about like me. It's like a game for us girls. Yeah. It's like, don't tell me that's we're just going to fuck and then that's it. That's a challenge I will accept. You're waking yeah. up to a gourmet breakfast. <laughs> Anything to do to sell it. You know yeah. Actually, the opposite. And that's why he's calling her. Yeah, that's pro- that was probably... Actually, um, the next day, she, she, she let me fuck her friend, which was really cool. Um, okay. Yeah. Interesting way to go about it. So it wasn't breakfast, but... Yeah, the next day, she was like... Lunch. No, we... um, and yeah. That was her way of showing you she didn't really give a fuck about you. Yeah, but honestly, she was a great but person. She was a great person. Uh, you know, I appreciate her. We learned so much from one another. And, uh, Are you but, still heartbroken? That's where it was No, going. I'm just like trying to be respectful. I don't, I'm never right. going to speak negative about anybody that yeah. I... And like I don't have anything negative to say. Uh, but you know, we had a we had a great relationship. So Scorpios are your least favorite sign. But I'm <laughs> but a, you're dating addicted, them. I'm addicted to them. Okay, what's your second least favorite? My second least favorite, uh, probably Gemini's. Okay, they're they're a controversial sign. They're Why? Con- I think they're just so um, hot headed and stubborn. Like sometimes you don't fuck up, but they think you fucked up, or they you didn't really do anything wrong, but they heard something. And then it's like trying to explain to them. It's like, no, like they're so hot headed. Like, I'm like, I'm all right. I'm going to wait till you calm down and then explain that that's not what happened. Um, and so it's annoying because, mm-hmm. you you know. But that's, that's funny because I feel like Gemini usually gets along very well with Aquarius. Well, I'm sorry that y'all don't agree with me, but that's how I feel, okay? <laughs> Let's not get sensitive he's about signs. He's like, Scorpio's the worst match, and I'm going to make it the best, and yeah. Gemini's the best match, and I'm going to make it the worst. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think Aquariuses are the best match from what, you know, but if you can nail them down, because, mm-hmm. like, they're, like... Mm-hmm. That's very true. You know what I'm saying? Like, always, like, the Aquarians I've met, they've always been, like, amazing, but it's just, like, they're all over the place like i'm all over the place so it's mm-hmm. like if you get lucky and I feel you can like they're great lovers if they actually decide to settle down right but yeah. we're all over the place before we actually decide to take that step yeah well you guys are an air sign so it does make yeah. sense you're always like everywhere at all at the same time so i get it i get it yeah um the, the funny thing about all the science stuff is like the last girl i dated she was really big on astrology she like used to do it for uh, for a lot of celebrities like her thing was like reading cards and reading reading stars and okay. whatever, and so a lot of times she'll be like like Moody, um, you know the next two weeks are gonna be hard for you, you gotta be careful. Like I don't know how that be dating uh, uh, someone. Uh, like yeah, that. You, know, you know, but hold up, like you know, you know she'll be like you know you might have some distractions in your life, da da da, da or it's you know there's gonna be trouble in your relationship, so like watch out, like don't let things piss you off. 
And then we break up. And I'm like, listen, this is on you. You knew exactly yeah, what was going oh on. God. You knew exactly what was going on. Like, I, w- I like, you should know this better than I do. Like, what? I'm like, how? Like, you knew exactly what was going to happen. Maybe she was scamming you. She's like, Muri, I think, like, in the next two weeks, but there's going to be a breakup. And it might be us. Who, like, is in that field? Because I feel like I'd be, like, constantly, like, in a way, like, do they know what I'm feeling? Yeah. Even though they can't really read your mind. And and, like- and she, honestly, I don't know, most of the time, like, she was accurate. A lot of times she was, like, really right and she was on it. Like, she's feel- like, there's a thunderstorm. Literally, like, fucking all hell will break loose when she says that. But I'm like, you knew it was going to happen to me. It was on you to, like, mediate it. it. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> what's I mean- your, like, worst experience going on a date? Like, so bad that, like, it's worth talking about. Um... There was this girl, um, I, we went out on a date. I'm, I'm, I like, have good dates, very special dates, whatever. You know, like, the, no, like. You, know, e- you ordered the menu? No, so even, even, even if I'm never going to see them again, I want my reputation to be like. Oh my God, that's the most Aquarius thing yeah. I've ever heard. I'm, I want to be <laughs> like, like damn, you know, like. Damn, that was the best date ever. Okay, but I think that's a narcissist yeah. thing. I'm not gonna lie. So, I don't no, think that's no, an no. Aquarius thing. Yeah. So, so we, we, I went on this date and we were going to. Uh, uh, Universal or Disney or something like that, and then on the way there, she's like, "Oh, um, oh!" So we were driving, and on the way there, I said, "Hey, listen, I'm a drink." Uh, she's like, "Cool, I'll drive home since you're driving there." I'm like, "Perfect, I appreciate that," because like, I'm I definitely not gonna drive home. On the way there, she's like, "We need to stop for water." I'm like, "Cool." We stopped to get water, <laughs> and she's like, "Oh, can you make sure the pH balance is I don't know whatever number it was seven point five or something." I was like, listen, it's a gas station. I don't know if they have this. She's like, just check. <laughs> I was like, okay. I asked. They didn't have it. She got hella pissed, right? She's like, can we stop it? I'm like, yo, can we just go there and like try and find the water? She's like, no, I need my pH balance, water, whatever. All right. We went to like two to three different spots. It had to be alkaline. I think that's what it was. Anyway, no one had it. What the fuck? We, we finally... <laughs> sounds like baggage. We finally get to... I was like, babe, Disneyland's closed. We're going home. Yeah. We finally Literally. get to, to Universal. Uh, no, it was because they had they didn't have the Harry Potter ride. No, it was Disney. So then we get there. She asked a bunch of places. She's really pissed. I'm like, I'm sorry. I, I didn't know this was a thing. We should have grabbed it before we went. As soon as we go, I see the sickest roller coaster. Like, as soon as we enter, I'm like, can we get on this roller coaster? She's like, no, my hair's going to get ruined. I was like, okay, listen what can we ride she's like i don't know like just something that's not gonna ruin my hair i was like listen like i i got the fast pass and shit i can just run and ride it real quick and come back she's like you're just gonna leave me here i'm like maybe you can go find water while i get on this ride (laughs) (laughs) she was like no and then she got pissed like you know she was about to cry and shit and i was like yo this is this is gonna be a long day long story short didn't get a lot of rides her hair the thing is her hair was in braids so like i didn't understand wait what yeah and that's why i was so confused she really said i'm ready for the ride yeah that's why i was so confused i was like maybe there's something i don't understand um anyway then it starts raining it's like 10 o'clock at night i'm like yo let's leave it's not Uh, good for her hair yeah. yeah and then she's like yo wait i'm really hungry i'm like let's just order food and go to the hotel and she's like no i want to eat right now and i was like well it's raining and it's 10 o'clock at, at Disney World. Like, I don't think there's... They're closing. Like, I don't think there's any good food. She's like, listen, I'm hungry and I need to eat now. I'm like, okay. Um, she's like, I want to eat sushi. I'm like, fine. We go to the sushi place. So I was like, hey, man, like, is the food fresh? He's like, no. I was like, honey, like, he said the food is not fresh. She's like, I don't care. I want to eat sushi. I'm like, okay. Um, so she orders the food. It's like Needs raining like crazy. Needs alkaline water, but we'll take expired yeah. sushi. Right? So... 
Uh, but there's plenty, plenty of bad days. This one's just popped up. Exactly. Um, and then it's raining like crazy. I'm waiting for food. Sushi comes and she's like, let's go. I'm like, what do you mean? I'm like, you're not going to eat your sushi. She's like, no, I'm going to eat it back at the hotel. So I was like, bro, why did, why did we just wait here in the rain for your sushi? If you're just going to eat at home. And then she's like, (gasps) don't make fun of me for not wanting to eat. I'm like, I'm not making fun of you. I'm just saying you said you were starving, had to eat right now. We waited in the rain. Let's eat. And she's like, and then she starts crying. I'm like, I don't know what the hell's going on. Let's just leave. Right. I'm wasted at this point. I'm like, I'm just drinking more. I'm like, I can't, I don't know how I'm gonna have fun. I can't do this. Yeah. We get to the car and then uh, I was like, yo, like we could have just ordered, like we could have grabbed sushi on the way. We could have ordered like where I was staying at the W, you know? So I'm like, we can get really good sushi anyway. Um, and then she starts going crazy on the crying. I'm like, what's wrong? She's like, listen, I grew up with like a feeding, uh, what is it called? Not disorder. Is it eating, eating disorder? disorder? Yeah, she had an eating disorder. And she's like, when I asked her to eat, it triggered her. And so now she has like anxiety and whatever. And I was like, okay, I'm really sorry. I didn't know you had an eating disorder, but you said you were starving, needed to eat. Like I wasn't being a dick. I just was looking out for you because you said you needed to eat right now. I was worried. Anyway, she starts crying in the car, all this shit. So I was like, all right, listen, I'm really sorry. I'm like, can you drive? Because I'm really drunk. And she said, no. And I said, why? And she's like, well, now I, I'm shaking because I'm crying because you made fun of my eating. Now I can't drive. And I was like, listen, I'm wasted right now. I cannot be in a car and drive in the rain. And she cried even more. And I was like, this is insane. I'm like, I just want to go home. I'm like, please, listen, when is this night? This, this is the worst Disney trip I've ever had. Yeah. Like, literally. <laughs> Where's the magic? I'm like, this was horrible, right? There's no magic. And then uh, we're in the car. And then um, she was like, do you know if the W has goose feather pillows? And I said, okay. what? And she said, do they have goose feather pillows? I'm like, I don't know. She's like, you didn't ask At them? At what point are you like, I'm going to fucking lose it? Yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm just... I'm like just shocked. Pillows, I I'm just shocked. I would have lost it at the alkaline water. Uh, I was guys, like, I'm not what gonna lie. is happening? Yeah. Also, like you know, you know when you meet someone for the first time, you try, you try and like be yeah, like yeah, more yeah. like chill yeah. about stuff. You know, like you don't yeah. care. I was like, this is insane. Okay, <laughs> you know, I'm like, this is out of this is out of control. You know, and, and then, as an Aquarius, you still want them to leave going. I'm in love with exactly a hundred percent. Like I still want to, I still don't want them to say I was an asshole, right? So then I was like, can you call them? She's like, well, I can't speak. Cause I'm, I have like, I'm shaking from the food thing. I was like, so you want me to call them while I'm driving drunk in the rain and ask them about goose feather? She said, yes. I said, okay. While I'm on no. the phone, no. I swear to God, while I'm on the phone, she passed out. She slept. She just slept. Look and at I, that. She slept with no goose feathers. I was like, Hello, this is insane. And I remember one of my best friends calling me and it was like, you know, my phone's connected to Bluetooth in the car. And he's like, how's it going? I'm like, it's the worst night of my life. She literally can't hear me. She's passed out right next to me. She cannot hear. I'm literally, I'm like, this is insane. I'm like, he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, bro, I'm just, I'm literally, don't, I might call an Uber and have him drive me all the way to the air, to the, to the hotel. Anyway, and then the next day she told me she loved me. It was insane. Well, that was a rocky road. It was <laughs> crazy. Uh, you well, know. Hold on, hold on. What did you say? No, I, I didn't say anything. I said. Was there goose feather pillows? Maybe that's. I honestly, the she rest of the them. night. She fell asleep in the car. The rest of the night was like, I, w- I honestly was like, of course this happens. Of course, like always the craziest. And how did you meet her? 
we were at uh i think it was miami music week or grammy week or something okay. like that and like one of my f- f- acquaintances from work uh she was with them okay. and uh we started chit-chatting and like we had a f- some things in common and i said hey we should go out and um Disney, here we and then come. she and then she i don't know i, I I wish she, we had all these things figured out before. Now, now, whenever I meet a girl, I always ask, "What are your dietary restrictions?" Before anything, like first thing I'm gonna ask, I just want to make sure. Do you need alkaline water? Yes, like He's you know. So triggered. I just want to make sure this never happens again. Like, do you have pillow restrictions? Let me know, because. Will you eat expired sushi? Yes or no? <laughs> so, apart from that, what's your biggest red flag in a girl? Do you have any? Uh, if she doesn't eat sushi, actually, though, it's really. If she doesn't eat sushi, yeah, because I eat sushi like eight times, nine times a week. Um, eight so if times, eat... nine times a week. Hold on, yeah. breakfast, lunch, and dinner. No, I, I like, I, I don't know anyone who's. Uh, period. I know one eats sushi more than me. I'm sure. Wow. Yeah. I feel like that makes sense. So if you eat something and enjoy it so much and you can't even share. I, I mean, like... by sushi, I, I just mean like raw fish. Yeah. Like, right. I can have a pokey for lunch. I can have like. Yeah. You know, a crudo or whatever, and dinner like an omakase, but it. Most of most of what I eat is raw fish. Okay. Or like oysters, or like you know, it's mostly raw stuff. And anything else? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, 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 Any red, other red flags? Uh, red flags if um, if they don't like movies or shows. Like I watch a lot of TV. Okay. Uh, a lot of my humor comes from there. Interesting. Uh, That's an interesting one. But I feel like that one can kind of be like taught. Like I feel like it's also uh, exciting to date somebody no. who. No, I don't feel. I don't okay. Feel. No. <laughs> Like if you don't okay, so I go to sleep watching something every night. Mm-hmm. If you're the type of person who doesn't enjoy watching shit, you're not gonna enjoy sleeping next to me. Yeah. So I'm doing this for you. But that's a deal breaker. <laughs> Interesting. Huh? That's a deal. That's I, like a. I, I mean, I want I want her to be rested. <laughs> With her goose feather pillows. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's interesting. You Do have you some like throw pretty one, one more. Yeah, one, one last uh, red flag. One, one more red flag. Maybe one that will uh, the audience will be able to relate to. Okay, something that the audience will be able to relate to. Eat no, no. uh, sushi uh, every day. Honestly, uh, working out. Like working out or not working out. Working like if they don't work out, and if we don't have the mo- the same morning schedule. Okay, what's your that morning schedule? Sense. Like, cause to me, um, I feel that if y'all start the day on the right foot the rest of the day will somewhat be in and out of sync but if you start the day on opposite schedules the whole day is gone to shit i honestly i agree with that i feel like with my ex-boyfriend he would wake up so late and it would bother me right so much like it right. would be like you're wasting your day like it would get me so nervous i'd be like pissed at him for yeah. the rest mm-hmm. of the day because i just felt like he was like wasting his life and it just translated into like the See, day and the weeks and the months like I, i've done i've done that i've done that uh mistake where i would tell someone hey i think you're wasting your life uh because i you know you love them you believe in them yeah. you think they have a lot of potential and so you're like man it sucks that you're you know you're waking up a little bit too late and that's the wrong approach what really it is is like yo i wake up you know two three hours before you by the time you're up i've already you're on ex- different schedule. yeah i've already experienced stress I've already had a fight at work. I've already had adrenaline in my body. I already went to the gym. So by the time you're up, I've already been through so many life I mean, feelings and emotions mm-hmm. and things in my day that when we speak, 
we're not on the same page. Yeah. You know, so like you're waking up, you're like, oh, I don't, I don't know what kind of coffee I want. I'm like, I'm not sure if I'm a fire this person right now or not. <laughs> like this is, you know, what I, like we're just opposite. Mm-hmm. Come nighttime, I'm tired. You got two, three hours ahead of me. You're like, no, let's do something. Mm-hmm. Then you're bored because like I'm, t- I'm a boring one. I want to go to sleep. You want to go out and party. I'm like, yo, that's why I said let's wake up. You know what I'm saying? Like, ev- you start wow, having I so, so agree with that. So many like little conflicts just because we didn't start and the other thing is like even if you don't have the same job don't have the same roles nothing but if in my head if i really love somebody and whatever i'm gonna wake up the same time with them just because i know it's gonna make our whole day better that's interesting you know what i'm saying i never put thought into that i think that's really interesting i think that's actually a really good point yeah I also think say um, about working out is important too. I think maybe not just working out, but caring about your health. Mm-hmm. I've realized over time, like having a partner who has the same values as you towards like your your health right. is super important because it's hard to be it's hard to be on either end. It's hard right. to be the one who takes care of themselves and trying to convince someone to take better care of themselves, and it's also hard to be the one that's with someone who takes get better care of themselves than you do. Right. Because there's always like that that yeah. that th- these like this like um resentment that's going on between the both of you because nobody wants to be told like, "Oh, you're not doing enough. You should take better care about your with yourself." And on the other side of things, you never want to be telling somebody, like, you should take better care of yourself. Right. Yeah, and I think it comes down to, like, your first priority should always be you before your partner. So you always have to be, like, taking care of yourself, making sure that you're number one. So mm-hmm. if you have a partner who's also doing the same thing, you're able to, like, meet and, like, level up. But if yeah. one person is doing that and the other person is not, it's hard to, like, meet, meet at the, the middle. middle. The the one of the Jinx, yeah, partner. one one of the m- most interesting things that uh, I learned, you know, I'm I'm very uh, into like mental health and body and compositions and 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 all that stuff. So one of the most interest most interesting things that I learned was that in reality we're all the same. The only difference between two people is their hormones. Okay, and so um, you take your pill. <laughs> yeah no it, it's it's you know it really is what it is and um the reason certain people certain men act certain ways like actually not just how much they produce a certain hormone like testosterone or whatever but how sensitive they are to a hormone right and so um and that's why when you live with somebody it's it's important for you guys to try and have the same lifestyle especially if you're opposite sexes is because you want your hormone because your hormones are already different to start. Mm-hmm. So you want to try and have so like having the same eating schedule, having the same sleeping schedule, whatever that allows your hormones to be as much as possible <coughs> close to one another. Otherwise, one of you is moody and one of you is not. You know what I'm saying? One of you is hungry. You know what I'm saying? It fucks up the whole synchronicity between two pe- two people. Um, Interesting. Yeah. So like a lot of the times, that's why it's like hard when one of you one person drinks and one doesn't is because the person that doesn't becomes more sensitive to hormones versus the other. You know what I mean? Things like that. Um, working out is a great example. Mm-hmm. When you work out, your whole system, your all, everything in your body is all your glands are producing properly and you're operating at an optimal level versus the other person. So the other person becomes more inclined to depression, more inclined to anxiety, more mm-hmm. inclined to go through your followers and see what you're doing and like whatever because... uh, i know some gym some gym babes that would do that anyway. <laughs> no, but, yeah but i don't know moody how uh, yeah, accurate that one is there's definitely a a, a scientific um reason why that well happens. it's like with anything when you're 
busy and you're taking care of yourself, you're taking less energy focusing on things that you shouldn't be focusing on. Right. You know, like when you're going to the gym and you're, let's say, you know, you come home from your, you go to the gym instead of like coming home and laying on the couch and just like vegging out. You have more time to think, more time to like look into things, more time to stress about things. Whereas when you're putting out your energy into other things and not spending so much just like sitting and not doing something productive, then that's how you get more so into those toxic behaviors. But there's also nothing wrong with that. Like there's nothing wrong with like waking up on a Sunday with your partner and just cuddling all fucking day and just ordering food and having fucking, you know, your cortisone and like what all your hormones just saying like, damn, this feels good to do nothing, Mm -hmm. you know, but y'all are both on that same schedule. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, then then that's good. But if you wake up on a Sunday, one of you is like, yo, I'm going to go have brunch and then go to this club and then do this. And the other person is like, all right, I'm just going to cook and read a book. After a while, there's... There's, there's resentment, yeah. let yeah. me tell there's, you. It's not resentment only hormones, yeah. but it's also just, like, actual lifestyle and actual things you're experiencing because... If somebody's in that phase of like going out, drinking, partying, and you're not in that, you don't have anything to relate to each other anymore because your stories are all from the clubs. And like, if I'm out of that, I don't want to hear about that anymore. And all my stories are not fun for you because your stories are, you know, you're living the life in the club life. So I think even just that, Mm -hmm. regardless of hormones, there's just this disconnect that happens when you live two different lifestyles. And as much as you think like, oh, it's a balance, it's a this, like sometimes it's actually not. And sometimes you're like breaking that connection where I feel like it's so important to do things together, which is why I definitely see your point in having, you know, similar schedules as much as it can be allowed, you know? I mean, it doesn't even, like I said, as long as it just starts the right way, just mm-hmm. start it off right. The whole day can go to shit, but just start off together. Because you know what? At the end of the day, y'all are going to end it together because you started it at the same time. And when it comes at the end... I never really put that much thought into it. But, like, now that you're saying it, it makes so much sense. Because, like, I've had so much resentment towards, like, ex-boyfriends. Because I'm just, like, we're not on the same sleeping schedule. Yeah. So it makes makes a lot of sense. I think for me, I'm just not a morning person. So if I got to be up and you're still sleeping, I already fucking hate you. (laughs) Like, Like, Well, I mean, exactly. I'm awake and you still... But there you go. Yeah. Yeah, you're, like, uh, trying to make a coffee and yeah. you just, like, yeah. knock everything around. And then they're, like, yo, be, you know, be quiet. And you're, like, like wake up. fuck up. But it's not, even, it's not even to say, like, you need to be... Because some people are just not morning people. And mm-hmm. they're going to grind and they're going to do it at night till like, 4 or 5 a.m. And then they're just going to, like, sleep the morning of. But I do get what you're saying about, you know, having the same yeah, kind I of totally schedule. Agree. Are you more of a morning person or a night person? Well, clearly morning. I'm not. I'm both. Both, well, really? Yeah. Well, I was going to say, because you, you're in the me. clubs and stuff. I, so. I, I don't sleep. It's so hard to date me. Well, he's like, so. Okay. You're like. We have some other <laughs> questions. I'm going to end up with you. She's like, wait, so we're not sleeping. So like, we're just, just always awake. Now I kind of get why the girl was asking about pillows. Yeah. <laughs> I think you missed a little bit Absolutely. of information. Yeah, that's, no, it, it is true. Like, uh, my, my average sleep for all the last year was four hours a day. That's not good, though. I mean, I operate the way I do with four No, 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 no. That's not good. Yo, who are you, a doctor? So, uh, I'm sorry, lots of Red Bull, explain. Um, Those four hours are optimal sleep time. I've told you, I'm obsessed with, like, your body and hacking it and making Mm -hmm. the most of it and whatever. As soon as I lay down, I'm passed the fuck out, and four hours later, I'm fully refreshed. It's not that I want to sleep or I need more sleep. I'm done i'm ready to go interesting yeah and i could like my schedule my routine is never fucked no matter how much i travel i make sure 
always the gym at the same time, always meditate at the same time, always eat at the same time. I don't change anything no matter what. Consistency is how I become really good at what I do. Interesting. Um, no cheat days, no fucking, no, it doesn't, no, I don't believe in that. Just being consistent is how shit works. Would I, you say that that's something that um, plays into your success in music industry, in your career? Do you think that it's owed to being consistent or do you have some other tip? I mean, it's definitely one of them. Like I'm, I'm reliable. I'm de- like everyone knows, like you can ask Moody to do whatever. He'll show up. You can ask him to go on a flight tomorrow. He'll be there and not just be there wherever he goes, he's going to deliver that energy. You mm-hmm. know, not a lot of people can get off a flight, you know, a nine hour flight and go straight to the gym and go to the gym. And then the trainers and the people at the gym be like, I've never seen someone work that hard. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's because I like being different. And I like standing out and I like being like, fuck y'all. I can, do, if I could do this, y'all can do this. Mm-hmm. So get, you know what I'm saying? And like, I, I like, I like, uh, I like everyone around me being pushed and improving or getting better mm-hmm. because they see me do some shit and they're like, maybe I should push it a little bit more. And are you always pushing yourself to do better and better? Yes. Um, a hundred percent. I have a question. Go. It's, it's off topic though. All right. All right. So you work for a record label company. Is there any celebrity you met that you were like, oh my God, I just met so-and-so? So randomly, the one celebrity that I met that I fangirled over was not a, it was not a celebrity that I work with, but it was, uh, I met Childish Gambino or Don- Donald Glover on a flight. Uh, on a flight? Weeks, two weeks ago or three weeks ago. No way. Yeah, going from where to where? Going from... <laughs> Nashville uh, to Atlanta and I was going um, Spotify invited me for uh, like a, a retreat and I was speaking at the Spotify's retreat and they wanted to speak to me about my lifestyle and whatever but on the flight I got to sit next to Donald Glover um, at what point are you sitting yeah and you're like I know you okay yeah it, it, at what point do I say yeah, excuse me and, it was so funny because like the whole flight, the first flight, I don't watch any fucking Netflix. I like just started pulling out books and pretending to be smart. <laughs> no, no, I'm crying. Because <laughs> like he had his headphones on and you can tell he, he, he didn't want to like really interact. So he had, his, he had a mask and headphones. So I was like, I know he's not trying to talk. talk. But I was like, I also want to appear like the smartest person. Man. So like I was just like reading books. You know what I'm saying? Doing like Duolingo like, why are you on my phone. The, the airline pamphlet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Duolingo like, <laughs> on my phone. Yeah, I was just like, I'm not playing any games. I'm not watching any movies. <laughs> but he's someone that I, you know, he's someone that I think is like a genius, you know, and I think is like, and, and he's like also an enigma because he's not someone who's on socials. Like no one knows what he's really like. He's like. And he did does you, a lot. Did you say anything? No, we talked for a little... I mean, we had the same brand of shoes on, and so we talked a little bit about that. You're like, I'll hit him with something yeah. where... You were looking for anything. Anything. He no, was scanning like, him. Oh, I have hair on that. On no, because like, it's a brand that no one really wears. So, like, we, like he knew that, like, you know? And then I was like... Oh, hey, what's up? We homies. Yeah. I was like, maybe he's going to the Spotify thing, too. Uh, but no, the Spotify team was like, I wish you brought him. Uh, <laughs> we would have took him instead of you. Yeah. Vibes. Um, but uh, yeah, but, th- but honestly, I, I, just, I couldn't, I couldn't do anything but fangirl. Mm-hmm. One of the other people like Chris Brown was someone that I met and I was like, you're a star. Um, and he was the only person that even though I have this lifestyle and I say I have a hundred percent energy and I crush it and I kill it. He outdoes me. Um, 
he, I mean, he we, is Chris Brown. Yeah, we we had a we had a bet who would outlast the other person. And I was like, I got this. This is easy money. Um, I'd have lost. Uh, I, I actually, <laughs> you lose I, a lot of bets, actually. Not <laughs> yeah. Did you it. dye your hair again? No, I, it was a thousand bucks. Um, <laughs> I, I would rather dye my hair. Wait, <laughs> did Chris Brown take it? I, I just asked me to Venmo him. I don't. Uh, Wait, he took the thousand. Well, I'd, well, he lost the bet. I mean, I, he's I, like, I don't put this in. Yeah. I would be upset if he didn't take it. Like that makes me less of a man. Uh, really. Yeah, and honestly, he deserved it. Like, he crushed me. Like, it was like 8 a.m. in the morning, and I, I forgot I was talking to his uh, his his manager, who's actually... His what cousin. are we titling this? Yeah, and I was like, um, can, can you guys take him home? I'll give you the thousand bucks. Just take him <laughs> home. They're like, no, you are an idiot. There's no way you were going to win this. Like, he's... And literally, I saw him the next day. He actually the next day he was shooting a music video, and I was like, "How the fuck is this guy still going?" He he's a he's he's yeah. He was someone I was like, I don't know how he does it, but he definitely had more energy than I did. And wow. I was he was the one person I've ever seen that I was like, damn. I love hearing about celebrities that have that star power because I feel like sometimes yeah. it's so disappointing to hear about people that you truly like or mm. artists that you truly enjoy and you meet right. them or you hear stories about them and it just doesn't feel like the person that you thought they would be so it's so fun to hear about people that are actually like actually have that element that you imagine them to have yeah he's he's he definitely had star power there's there's a lot of people like that um you know um gordo or carnage is, is like that a lot he's he's like the world's best hype man i don't know anyone who can hype himself like him and have he, you sorry? Go ahead. Have you learned anything being around big celebrities? Um, you know, just what goes behind it and all that. Like, have has there any been like yeah, realizations that you've For come sure. to? Um, first of all, they don't know what the fuck they're doing either. Uh, they're hella. Insecure. I feel like that's like, yeah, nice no. to hear in a way. Oh, no, they don't know what the fuck they're doing. They're hella insecure. Um, the reason a lot of them are quiet or whatever is because they're insecure. They don't know how to act. Because they act some way online, and then in real life, they have, like, a different thing. Third of all, they're not really as rich as they make it seem. There's mm. been plenty of times I've been flights, and I was first class, and they were in coach. Um, With a celebrity? Yeah, absolutely. Wild. Yeah, absolutely. They they just, you know, they're... I'm, I don't know if it's... They're not... I don't know what the right thing is, but, you know, I was like, oh, I guess... Do you think it's a money thing, or them just thinking they can just go in economy? I don't know because, respectfully, I don't remember the last time I I, I was on an economy. So, <laughs> okay, I don't know. okay, I don't know. Um, but you know, it's funny. But but I mean, there's been ladies. Time. His Instagram <laughs> is at Moody, <laughs> and he orders the whole menu. <laughs> yeah, um, but I mean, but here's the thing. Also, keep in mind, like everything I said about myself, where I've been, how I've gone there. Um, lucky or unlucky, um, the reason I get to do what I do is because I have no baggage. I travel very light, it's just me. I don't have kids, I don't have a family, I don't have a wife, a significant other, I don't have, you know, so a lot of these artists, you know, you don't know everything that's going on. Some of them might have like a big ass family, a lot of baby mamas, a lot of kids, so it's different. Yeah. So even though I, right. might, I might not have the same overall income as them but overall i don't have as it's much it's all going to you yeah at the end of the day you know i get on a plane i i, I get on a plane i i don't really is that know. the fire alarm <laughs> yeah 
Um, you know, I, I'll, I'll always just shop wherever I land. I don't need to like care, literally no baggage. Like I'll, I, that's how you move quick is having no baggage. Facts. Not just physically, but emotionally. And is that something that's been kind of like a sacrifice you had to make to continue the life that you want to live is having no baggage in terms of like a relationship or something like that? Or like getting to where you wanted uh, job wise. Yeah. yeah. I mean, um, it's been hard for me to keep a relationship because every time it's always someone that's like, um, you know, can you travel less or can I travel with you or can you be at home more or can you pay attention more? And, uh, well, I think that can I travel with you one works more than the, <laughs> no, the travel tra- less because no, you don't want to change who you are either. I, I right. Know, but the travel with you makes sense if it's like appropriate, you know what I'm saying? Like if I'm going to a work thing and it's like, everyone's bringing their their significant others absolutely a hundred percent but if i'm going for a meeting you know what like what like that doesn't make sense also you know what i mean like you know i'm going to london next week and then i'm going to greece and then i'm going to ibiza and then i'm going to miami and then i'm going to san francisco in the next three weeks you know that's going to be hard to like bring a significant other and handle my work it's impossible It, it really is impossible so cool Pick a city or two. Let's do that, you know? And if I don't have to be... I can't be out and thinking about why I'm not paying attention to you. Right. That's the worst thing in the world. You know what I'm saying? Is like having that guilt that I got to run home and make sure that she feels special because I flew her out here and now I just left her at the hotel room. You know what I'm saying? That sucks. Mm-hmm. So if it makes sense, absolutely. But if, but if I'm just going to be working or... No one, there's no, like if any of my friends are bringing their, their wives or girlfriends, sure, that's perfect. But if no one else is, then, then I, I'm just going to feel guilty. Yeah. Can, I, no, I, I okay. absolutely, yeah, no, I get that. Yeah, 100%. And is that a sacrifice that you're going to be always willing to make? Or do you feel like at some point you're going to get tired of jet setting? I, mean, I think what she's asking is... Do you want a family? No, I no, I just, yeah, I, I just mean I, I definitely want a family. I'm, I think okay. I think it's difficult because at some point you start like resenting the thing that's like taking you away from having yeah. something like that, something meaningful like that. But I but I think it's I also think, when you love your job right, so much, right, right, you love right. what you're doing. It's I, so hard to give that up. And I also feel like he's like you're probably at your peak right now. So yeah. like don't say that always go up higher right 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 I definitely think I would go I the just next mean six months are supposed sorry to be sorry I didn't mean like peak like yeah, where don't you, I just mean like you're you're killing it right now so I don't I don't see why you would like be stopping for anyone yeah. unless they matched where you were I, I mean like listen if it's someone who also is traveling a lot for work or was like oh perfect you know what I'm gonna be in Spain while you're in London I'm like perfect you should definitely swing by for a night or you know what I'm saying but if it's like I got to stop and take time out of my whole day and plan your whole trip just so you can come and then end up not waking up the same time as me. And then oh, my God. <laughs> you slept five hours tonight. Slept four. Know, yeah, With no saying? good pillows. Yeah. So I was like, then it's like hard. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Then it's like different because like. I, he I, really I, out here making us seem very yeah. complicated. But would you, <laughs> would you say that you're more... You would be more. You would want more somebody who is just as ambitious as you are, or do you want somebody who's living more of like a soft life and wants to just? I would just you know like more a, like ambitious. you know like how athletes like they have such like a crazy. No Aquarius wants want. to date someone who's Great. not Aquarius. Let, let's talk about that, right? Athletes, right? Whenever you you don't see them like traveling 
all year with their partners <clears throat> never you know what i'm saying no and you know what and like you don't see them also the whole year partying or nothing they're literally traveling for work they're literally just doing mm -hmm. shit and i don't think their partners are ever like no i want to come with you and go to all these things and sit at home while you're practicing all day like no i'm, like, I'm gonna wake up at 6 a.m go practice why would you want to come do that that makes mm -hmm. no sense you know but that's why i think that athletes tend to always marry or date people that have a lifestyle that's a little more chill yeah. where they're like staying in one city or that or that they have the ability to just pick up and move to a different city like mm -hmm. i feel like often we see athletes with women that like male athletes with women that don't necessarily have like a serious career where they're just right. able to pick up and leave when yes. they're drafted or able to go somewhere else so do you feel like in that sense you want somebody who's able to pick up and follow you along or are you more interested in somebody who has like ambitions and goals like you do? I just want someone to add value, not take value. That's it. So you can add value by making my life easier. Maybe like helping on one of the businesses, maybe helping on like, I don't know, just making less, you know, not being upset. Suddenly this became a podcast of, yeah. do you want to date Moody? This is what he wants. <laughs> You know, it's, it's really make bad. his life easier, guys. Yeah, make, make, make life easier. He's moody, but fuck. Yeah. Okay, let's switch up the topic. Yes. And go full circle. Your meme pages. Yes, we need I to talk like about your meme pages. Memes are something that you go twenty years back and you tell somebody, "I'm gonna own a meme page with millions of followers and make money off of it." They're gonna say, "What the motherfuck is a meme?" Yeah. You know. Right. So it's just a concept that's so actually. New. When did you start it? So um, we originally bought it. Three and a half years ago, we bought we bought hook lips and no chill and a couple other pages. Okay, you bought it, so it was already a meme page. It was already a meme page, um, and basically, um, you know, we worked in the music industry and we realized that memes did really good for music. The new universal language is memes. Mm -hmm. It's the only thing that you can be from any culture, any country, and you can see a meme and you can understand. It. Facts. Except my mom. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Who is that? Who sent? Is that uh, your friend Alicia? No, mommy. It's a stranger. Never mind. Who sent that? When you have to explain the yeah. meme, it is no longer as a as meme anymore. Going, but wait, is that somebody you know? Never mind. You know what? Never mind. I forget, forget it. Well, even my friends, if they don't get a meme, forget it. Forget it. I'm, I'm not explaining, explaining it. Right. I'll send it to another friend. Um, so, so we started running these pages. Uh, three years ago but basically um we you know we realized that we can pair memes with music and it would make so much more sense interesting you know, a lot of songs like you know little lyrics or little verses make so much more sense when you have them with a meme and it's like you never forget it after that or there was that whole like when i think music and memes i think about the hotline bling meme that was super popular for right. a long time what right. is it which one you know the one where he's like it's like the three of drake Oh. And, and what is he doing again in that meme? I can't even remember. It was, I think, a smile. A different smile, yeah. Like, it was like, I don't oh, know. It was, a, it was like a different reaction. And it was yeah. Like you, you know, you say something, yeah. you say no, and, and you say like, something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and like, even memes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and even meme, memes evolve. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, memes now are like in video form, and memes now, like, they, they just keep evolving. And now memes are in like carousels. You know, memes are in reels. Like, they keep evolving. But um you know we make money in a, in a whole different ways i mean we work with a lot of brands like sometimes it's netflix um you know sometimes it's you know movie trailers sometimes it's only fan girls um and it's like we just bring like we make the content so relevant to what's happening today mm -hmm. that it becomes viral you know but who comes up with the memes um you know 
I have a whole team. We're like, right. we're our whole team and like we send each other stuff. We're like, what do you think of this? What do you think of this? What do you think of this? Let's try, and then we test them out. Like we'll post a meme. We'll test out different times of the day, different images, different parts of the song, different captions until we find the right one and then we keep it. Uh, so it's a lot of work. Analytics. Like, like we'll, po well, you know, we'll post like a hundred times a day, but you'll end up seeing only like 10 of them. Because we keep testing and figuring out the best the best way to do it, um, you know. Like we post example, you know, we posted something on Fourth of July, but everyone was so lit. No, sorry, we posted it on Saturday, but everyone was so lit because it was a long weekend, so no one was engaging with it. We posted it again on, on the Fourth of July. Everyone was so lit, but they were paying attention to their phones because they were all at barbecues with their families, and mm -hmm. it blew up. It like blew up, you know. And a lot of times we'll post something and Snoop, literally instantly Snoop will repost it or someone else will repost it. We don't get credit for it, but we're like, we're, we literally inf like influence the culture. Yeah. Like little small ass, dumb ass things that people think are stupid, but they literally have an insane impact on our culture. I also feel that. like meme pages, they like, they get shared way more because it's yeah. so relatable because more people can connect to it. I feel like you have an easier way of growing a page. Yeah. I think over time, like I, at first social media used to be a lot about like flexing who you are, flexing like the best version of yourself. And now like everybody just wants to relate to each other. Everyone just wants to be relatable. And I think that's where memes come in. It's like all this shit that's like so relatable and like the more relatable it is, the more you resonate with it because you feel like, oh, this person like, and then when you see that it's going viral, you're like, oh my God, all these people are just like me. And yeah. I think everybody really values relatability nowadays yeah. and that's what's so important. whereas before if you think back to like tumblr days or you know early instagram people the things that would go viral were things that like were so aesthetically perfect and you couldn't have them right. everybody wanted what they couldn't have whereas now the things that go viral are things that it's like we all have it like yeah exactly. look, we're all in this together you yeah. know Which artists so interesting and, and famous people they're just like us no but but all, all this is not true there's, there's also the serious side of it which i love you know like memes talking about gun control memes talking about abortion mm -hmm. you know and it's like this light humor but the reality of it it's like it's fucking serious yeah like we're saying like it's a we're making a joke of it but it's crazy that we're comparing like abortion laws to you know guns having more uh freedom than women, yeah you know has there ever been a meme you put out that you didn't think was maybe like racist or that would have controversial maybe. that you were like fuck we need to take this down um, it's not looking good for us i mean we're all very like the whole team is very professional mm -hmm. i don't think we'll ever we always like triple think everything and like there's a whole team we share the meme first we all agree that it looks safe right whatever. okay but there's been times where we posted memes and artists got upset okay like and, what do you have a, a meme that you can think of like we you know we made fun of um you know, like, we made fun of a rapper before, and he was like, I don't like that you guys said that about me. Uh, and and it's because he knew you, right? That it felt more personal? Well, like, he hit he hit, the, he hit someone that hit us, and we're like, it's not worth it. Like, we'll just take it down. We don't really care. We just, we thought it was funny. But, like, the fact that, you know, they took it personal, I was like, whatever, it's all good. Um, and some, But, like, mo we've, we haven't had an issue where, like, it was insensitive or was controversial. Okay. But um, cause we're we're very like it's a really our pages are really really big. We can't afford 
to ever you know get struck down by instagram or right yeah like that's so i'm like it's not worth the risk for sure so i'm not gonna say anything i'm a i'm a dance by the fucking yeah. safe. borderline i saw in yeah. in your um like bio you had fashion nova yeah. is that like you you're actually sponsored by fashion nova and your memes yeah, or we're, we were actually uh fashion nova's biggest client for like three years um okay, or cool. something like that so um yeah we you know and uh, I just saw it in the bio. I was like, because this could be funny if it was a joke too, or no, if it was Nova, actually. Fashion Nova actually. Uh, but makes sense. Mo- like most of their clients, they ask them to have it in their bio. Okay. I think it's interesting how much advertisement has changed and marketing has Literally. changed. Whereas, yeah. like people do. Before it was a billboard. Now it's. How good is your meme page? It's literally people advertising to yeah. meme pages. No, the, the funny thing is, I forgot when we did it, but we got a billboard and we put a meme on it. Just like, be, you know what I'm saying? You know, cause like, yeah, because they're like, you know, that'd be funny. Let's get a billboard and put a meme on it. Um, but I mean, we've got a lot of things first. We were the first company to do a 3D billboard. Uh, we did one. In, in, in but it's if you think about it, it's so true. Like all the things that are like witty or funny or people can agree with are just the things that go viral. Like I remember I was in Florida and it was like, um, your wife is hot. You should get your AC fixed. Like it's something you're gonna be like, ha, like you're going to laugh. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's things that are memorable that are going to stick in your brain. So it makes sense. Yeah. For sure. I just think like the world has changed so much just in everything and the way we do things and the way we like build our careers. Okay, mom. And, no, but I feel like. <laughs> As if she's not in this generation, you know, no, the world has changed so I'm much saying, since when I was a 60 year old woman. Like, you, you would yeah. say like 20 years ago, a meme page wouldn't even exist. So that's why to hold ourselves to stand. Neither would you. To, to hold. <laughs> I would be, I would still be alive. Um, to hold ourselves to standards when it comes to like career path and like life, it's right. so hard to to take advice from people who have done it in the past or take advice. Yeah. From, like you said, your parents wanted True. you to be an engineer. They wanted you to be a doctor. But like, if you would have told them whatever, how many years ago, oh no, I want to, I want to own a successful meme page. They'd be like, what the fuck is that? But looking at that now, you would never think that this would be something that would exist. And that's why it's so hard to tune out the people that come from a different time. So, so let's, let's connect that to what we were talking about earlier, which was OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. And people saying that's dumb, mm-hmm. that's easy work, that's nothing. Same thing happens with meme pages. People yeah. are like, that's stupid, that's dumb. I can't believe y'all get paid just to do this all mm-hmm. day. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, what? you don't understand the thought process, the amount of things. Yeah. And people have been saying that about influencers forever. <laughs> yeah. That it's like the easiest work. It's whatever. But look, look how much we have grown yeah. as like a society. Based and it's on always, it's always alone. the people who are not influencers that say it's easy work. Being yeah. an influencer is not easy, just like any other job. And it's always the people who are not in the space that feel like they can talk about it. But, so, and, okay. but also that I think the term. I think the term influencer also needs to change because I think majority of people today are not influencers, they're just content creators. Mm -hmm. It's a very big difference. An influencer is actually someone that's going to make you get up and and buy something or do something or change your diet. That's an influencer. Mm -hmm. But you just, you know, posting like something you ate or whatever, you're not an influencer, you're a content creator. And that term has to be updated um because it it doesn't make sense i think most companies agencies or whatever they hire content creators yeah i think it slowly started changing though i i I know a lot of people that you know go by the term content creator yeah um our camera's dying so we're gonna wrap this up any last my whole my whole point of saying that was that like don't compare somebody else's like 
path in life to your own because you never know yes. where you're going to go because the world is always changing and there's always new things coming like social media like meme pages we never know what's going to be successful so like just as like a tip is just follow what you want to do and wherever you get like you're going to be happy with where you are and you might not see it coming you know right. so yeah. i think with your story it's really interesting you know you started engineering and then you ended up in a totally different area but it's just worked out and it's been extremely successful and you're going to have way more success as well so congrats i think i'm just happy to be here I'm we're happy so I happy you, you came happy on you happy and, you matched uh, our set yeah happy we're the same sign you know <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on. We really appreciate you being here. Thank we know you. you're a jet setter in first class. So, so we, we know to... you're out of here. Yeah, out of here in a sec. Is Jack Harlow your friend? <laughs> I, I actually worked with Jack Harlow before, like, anyway, long. But Is this before first class or after? Do you have his number in your class. phone right now? Let me no, see. No, Jack, I don't have Jack's number. He's the love of my life. Jack? Mr. Harlow, Mr. Harlow. Um, do you want to plug your socials or where people can find you? I'm, I'm, I'm Moody Jones everywhere. Um, I'm... I'm happy to be a part of this i'm lucky to be a part of this and thank you again love being in montreal and love seeing people in montreal crush it the way y'all are doing uh and i hope we have a positive influence on people not just create content booty but happy thank you so much guys and we'll see you next week Woo! that was amazing well i feel like i have to clap but we've had the audience it felt like at the tonight show where it was like Like the reaction. Oh, I understood. I'm missing your pants. (laughs) Because my dog farted literally on my finger.